cannabis topics in less than 10 minutes. Let's go. What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of The Dime. I'm Brian Fields, and with me, as always, is Kellen Finney. And this week, we've got a very special guest, Alex Kwan, CEO and co-founder of AVD. Alex, thanks for taking the time. How are you doing today? Doing great. Happy to be on and looking forward to speaking with uh, both you, Brian, and, and, and uh, good old friend, Kellen. Take us through like the internal strategy of what the original goal is. Was it just to be more self-sufficient? Or was the real plan was like, hey, like, if we knock this out of the park, obviously, in the long term, you can provide other else. Was the short term? What was the thinking in the early days? It was just serendipitous, to be honest. Like, I mean, at that time, Kellen, I think you were starting to think about doing your consulting. I think you were probably yeah. still, you were going off on kind of doing some other things because, like, we had grown how that company had grown really well. But it's like you're capped, you're limited, right? Washington's a very different animal, right? And so, yeah. um, and I know that Kellen knew that too. We always talk about like all these other places and some of the things because in, in any type of company that you have friends and family and the stuff that you're doing, you're self-funded, like there's a lot of, you wear a lot of hats, right? Sometimes like, well, shit, I don't want to do this anymore. I want to go do something else, right? So there, there is some of that, right? And, and people have to grow at their own stage and age, right? Where they're trying to go. And so I think at that time for us, we did have early, you know, partners in our business and, and people that had experience over there. Right? And so there was, as kind of these opportunities came to us, it, it didn't start as like, oh, I got this great epiphany, it's a new business. And hey, Colin, we're going to get into hardware manufacturing. That was never like, there's no way, right? It doesn't work like that. It's, it's, a, it's That's why I, look, one of the things you'll hear me say too is I think the plant chooses its stewards and it kind of takes its path, right? I think I, I can't explain it any other way. The plant's been really good to me, my friends, my family, all the people around us. And I think a lot of areas that it does good in, right? And so in this scenario, I don't take it any different. It was just kind of one of those things is that like, all right, let's verify this. Let's see if, with our knowledge that this can be improved, we can control some of these aspects. Because that was when a big push on heavy metals was happening too. Like Cat 3 was just coming in into, into California. So vape gate, I think it was right, right before it happened. But like all this stuff kind of was percolating, right? Carts were becoming like this big momentum. 100%. So just slightly switching gears to the issue with CSEL. Can you kind of set up for our listeners you know, when the origin of that happened, and then we can kind of go into some of the specifics and then the result that just was announced. I think it's October. October of 21, they brought the suit on. ITC is International Trade Commission. Basically, it has to do with importing of products to the domestic industry of the United States. Essentially, uh, S'more, you know, brought in action, S'more C-Cell, so C-Cell's parent S'more, brought in action against like 30-some-odd different vapor companies uh, that they were... There's three major patents that they're saying they're alleging they're infringing on. And the ITC is really to go after, it's, they call it the rocket docket. There's no extensions. There's a certain period of time. You go through discovery, you know, expert witnesses, depositions, then it goes to trial. And then they have an initial determination, then a final one, and then a presidential period, and then it's put out. So that's kind of the, the, the speed of which they go through. And what they're trying to do is establish domestic and technical industry. And then that there was actual infringement going on on their asserted patents. And, and then they would issue technically an exclusion order, right? Or general exclusion order. So technically, if they had succeeded, what would have happened to the cannabis industry would have been no more cartridges, just more. 
And then you thought their pricing was bad before. They were just going to price that, right? You mean monopoly, right? Yes, exactly. Rooted in execution is a, a saying I've heard you say. What does the cannabis industry miss or not understand about AVD? I don't know because I don't go out and speak on a lot of these things, you know? And so it's like, I, I don't know what they know or they don't know about us. But if they if they didn't, you know, I think what I would want them to know is that we're, we're purpose-driven around not only this plant, but also the value that we add to our customers, right? And I, and I think that that's super important. And what I mean by rooted in execution is like, you can have all the greatest ideas in the world. You can, have, you can even hit the right timing in some of these things. But to do something great and to be great at it and be proud of it, you have to consistently execute over time, right? A saying, I think one of my mentors says like, you know, doing ordinary things consistently over time creates extraordinary results, right? So it is, it is all about making sure that you're blocking and tackling and executing on a daily basis, right? And so making sure that team knows that, make sure that it's all aligned to where it's going. Cause then you can, it gives you the foundation to maybe go explore this other shiny object or explore this other aspect that could help grow the company or become a creative, right? Or look at another way to solve a problem for a client in a different way that you maybe not have thought about before. But if you can't keep executing, then I'm breaking my promise to you. Right. So at the end of the day, what I want the world to know if they don't know about ABD is that like we care about the plant, we care about people, and we do what we're going to say. And when we say we're going to do something, we're going to walk our talk and we're going to execute. It's as simple as that. Right. We're not going to agree to doing something with you if we can't do it. How does it feel to reflect knowing you've had tremendous amount of influence on a lot of the industry's disruptors, including Kellen, just littered all, all across the space? Well, I don't know if it's littered across the space, but um, look, man, I'm more of a private person when uh, some of this stuff. I know, I know, I know, I know. Finney knows that. Look, man, I, I'm, I'm just grateful for the opportunity. I think really to kind of be both the student and the teacher, right? I learn just as much as I try to coach or or give advice on, and I learn just as much from that from Kellen. I mean, and and others around us, and there are other people out there that that we have positively impacted, and they've grown in their career in the space or their appreciation for the plan or appreciation for just life in general and how they're growing as a personal human being and and kind of what purpose they have around their business and what they're doing. That's what life's about, right? That's where the journey is. Before we do predictions, we ask all of our guests to get some of your experience and the main takeaway or lesson learned to pass onto the next generation. What would it be? Fail fast and fail forward. Don't be afraid to don't be afraid to take think big and take risks. You know, especially if you're young. But don't be afraid to make mistakes and fail fast and fail forward. Learn from them, right? You either win or you learn. There should be no losing. Prediction time. Alex, the IP battle has just realistically begun. Where else do you see this battle taking place? And what can companies do in order to get ahead of it? God, that's such a multi-layered question. That's that's not the easy one to answer. I think everyone has a different idea what IP really means whether you're a capital allocator or a fund manager or a guy sitting in the corner trying to invent something or you're a cannabis grower or, or, or you're an extractor, right? Or, or you're an astrophysicist. Right? I, think, I think all these different people have a different uh, ideology around what IP is. I think the battle will be fought globally and, and obviously in the US. The US is the strongest patent system, right? Trademark and patent system. I think people should educate themselves a bit on 
what IP really means to them in their specific category. Because it's not what everybody thinks it is. It's not like, oh, I have this patent and I'm going to make a bunch of money. It's not this patent that does this. It's like, there's so many different strategies that kind of go into what the validity of a patent is, the enforceability of a patent is, how many you have and what sector you're trying to do and what category, right? It's just, there's a lot more nuance within it. And I think that people should educate themselves about it. I think the, the battle, it's not just the battle that we're talking about. I mean, the battle on IP has already begun a while ago in GW Pharma trying to go after cannabinoids. Like, Kelly, you know this. Like, there's a litany of science stuff that they're trying to go after, trying to control the chemicals. So, again, that's a whole different category. I, I can't even like my brain is kind of hurting thinking about that. So, again, I, I think it would be I think it will be fought here in the U.S. just because it's the strongest system. Um, but you should be aware of the global patent system and how that works with PCTs, uh, PCTs and kind of different trade treaties that exist with the U.S. And then educate yourself about what it actually means in the category that you're going after. I think it's important for you to just at least have a broad stroke or call someone and talk to them about it. So Alex, for our listeners, they want to get in touch. They want to learn more about AVD. Where can they find you? www.avd710.com. So it's Alpha Victor Delta, number seven, number one, number zero, dot com. It's probably the best way, right? I mean, We'll link it up in the show notes. Thank you for taking time. This was fun. I appreciate it. Guys, if you've enjoyed this podcast over the last few years, can you please take three minutes or less and leave us a quick review on Apple or Spotify? All reviews make a massive difference for us and help other people like you find this podcast. From the bottom of our hearts, thank you. Thanks for listening to today's show. To check out more great cannabis podcasts, go to podconnects.com. Here's a preview of one of our other shows. I'm Joyce Gerber, the creator and host of the award-winning podcast, The Canna Mom Show. And we are on a mission to enhance the impact women have on this industry as business professionals, healthcare providers, policy advocates, caregivers, moms, by sharing and preserving their stories of love and kindness, wisdom, and hope. I am so grateful to have found my tribe of Canna podcasters right here on PodConX and look forward to our work of crushing the stigma around cannabis and caregivers and building this new industry together.